What's up, folks? Andrew Torba here, CEO of Gab.com. Welcome to Free Speech Radio. It's been a really busy couple of weeks, so I haven't been doing as many episodes. But this is just too important to not talk about. So today we're talking about the planned coup from Silicon Valley and from the Democratic establishment. And the thing is, is that they're they're literally telling us this right in front of our faces, right? It's right under our noses that they're talking about these things. And this is really unprecedented in American democracy. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. And, you know, they're so brazen, they're so bold um, that they're just outright saying it right in front of the press, right in front of all of our noses. Uh, So it's something that needs to really be discussed. And I want to get this stuff out there. So a few episodes ago, uh, I encourage you to go back and, and, and watch or listen. I covered the deep, deep connections that Silicon Valley has to Kamala Harris. And that is essentially why she was picked as the VP. Because once they get in, once Biden is uh, elected president, um, what they're going to do is have Kamala basically be running the White House behind the scenes, um, whether that's formally or not. And, you know, by proxy, Silicon Valley will be running the country, right? That's what's going on here. I don't, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't think a lot of people realize that that's what's happening here, but that is absolutely what is happening here. It's right under our noses. It's right in front of our face. If we pay attention, we can see this and people need to know what's going on. So I encourage you, first of all, before I get started today, to go back and listen to that episode where I highlight the very deep-rooted connections that Kamala Harris has to Silicon Valley. Um, and let's get started today and, and go through a little bit of, of what's happening with this planned coup that Silicon Valley has uh, under under underway here. So Mark Zuckerberg did an interview, and what he was basically saying here is he's seeding the media and he's seeding the American people for a coup. So let's listen in here and let's watch this video and see what he has to say. One of the things that I think we and and um, other media need to start doing is preparing um, the American people that um, there's nothing illegitimate about this election taking additional days or even weeks um, to make sure that all the votes are counted. In fact, that might be important to make sure that this is a legitimate um, and fair election. So what he's saying is be prepared. Look, first of all, look at his face. Look at his eyes. Uh, if you're if you're watching this, if you're, if you're listening, you can't see. You can go on YouTube and check out the video that I'm playing back here. You can search for this video. It's it's you know going all over the place right now. Look at his eyes. Look at his face. He looks like a sad puppy dog. He looks like a nervous wreck. And there's a reason because he's getting big pressure from uh, the Democratic establishment to. Uh, basically silence Trump, silence Trump supporters. Um, There's two predictions here. There's two ways that this could go. They're either going to totally ban him right before the election so that, you know, when things go amok, when we don't have results for weeks and weeks or months and months, and all of a sudden, you know, these mail-in ballots, there's just a ton of votes for Biden just out of the blue, and there's obviously massive voter fraud going on. Um, He doesn't, you know, the Democratic establishment, the media, um, you know, the globalists, the the deep state, whatever you want to call it, they don't want Trump to be able to react. They don't want him to be able to push out the facts, be able to communicate directly with the people. They don't want that. So I predict that they're either going to totally ban him right before the election or sometime right after so that he cannot counter this narrative about um 
you know, the, the, the results of the election. And we're seeing them see, so I'm, I'm going to continue this video because he says a couple of other interesting things here. So let's, let's let this play out here. One second. So we're going to do a, a, a bunch of different messaging around that just to make sure that people know that that's normal. So if one of the, um, they're going to do messaging around the fact that the election results could take weeks, could take months that, so that people know this is normal. So he's li what he's literally saying here is that they are going to be socially engineering and socially conditioning billions of people to let them know that it is normal, which by the way, it is not normal at all for it to take weeks, potentially months to get a presidential election result. That's very important here. Let's just pay attention to what he's saying. Candidates in, in any of the races claims victory before there's um, a consensus result. That Who's the consensus? So if, if a candidate claims victory, meaning Trump, Trump claims victory before there is a, quote, consensus result, who is that consensus? The media? Who is that consensus? The Democratic establishment? And we're going to add some informational context to that post directly, saying that um, that there, there's no consensus result yet. I think that this is... So they're going to fact check the president's quote. We know they're already doing this, right? So this is no surprise. They've been doing this now for months. Both Facebook and Twitter are editorializing the president's posts, right? This is important because there is, unfortunately, I, I think, a heightened risk of, um, of civil unrest in, in the period you know, between, uh, between voting and, and a result being called or, or, or after that. And so their framing of this, the elite's framing of this is that uh, they're going to steal the election with likely mail-in voter fraud, as we've all known that this is what's going on for months now. Um, and what they're going to do is what, what they're, the, the narrative that they're, they're seeding here is that uh, Trump supporters are going to get violent. They're going to go in the streets. They're going to cause civic unrest. They're, they're going to start getting violent. Now, wait a minute. Where have I seen this before? Oh, wait, this has been happening for months with the terrorists in Black Lives Matter, with the terrorists, the domestic terrorists in Antifa, right? They, they don't seem to have a problem with that going on for months where our cities are literally burning to the ground. <laughs> they have no problem with that civil unrest. But what they're concerned about is the civil unrest from Trump supporters. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, we're, we're Republicans, we're conservatives, we're libertarians, we're all the folks on the right. Now, was there civil unrest when President Obama won in 2012, for example? Was there civil unrest then? No, there was not. Because that is not how Trump supporters, that is not how conservatives, that is not how folks on the right behave. They respect the electoral process if it is free and fair, if we're having a free and fair election. If there is fraud, which, <laughs> again, is happening right under our noses with this push for the mail-in ballots and whatever else, uh, then, I don't know, maybe we'll have a problem. We'll have to wait and see. But that is what they're really concerned about. Look at the look again on his face. He is a nervous, anxious wreck. He is an absolute mess. If you're not, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not watching this live or you're not watching this on video, I encourage you to go seek out this video. It was uh, an Axios interview with Mark Zuckerberg. He, I've never seen him look like this. He just looks, he's an absolute nervous wreck. So let's let's finish off this video here. I just think that we need to be doing everything that we can to uh, reduce the chances of violence or civil unrest in the in the wake of this election. If that were to happen, would Facebook be blamed in part? Um, 
well, I, I can't speak to, to what other people would do, but I, I think we're, we're trying to make sure that we do our part to make sure that um, that none of this is, is organized on Facebook. We want to make sure that none of that stuff is, is happening on, on our services. Um, but, you know, the, the country is, is very charged right now. So I, I think regardless of what we do, there's some chance that this happens um, across the country. I, I so again, skirting around that question there, absolute nervous, anxious wreck. Um, and, and let's dive in a little bit more here. So Facebook is paying users to delete their accounts ahead of the November election. So they are so desperate to stop the free flow of information, to stop the president from being reelected, that they want to have up to 400,000 people participate in a quote research project where they have them delete their accounts and they pay them to do this. That is how bad that they want to stop this flow of information and this uh, this election of the president is is they're paying people to delete their accounts. Absolutely incredible. And here's why. Here is why. Um, oh, looks like I'm getting some sort of pop up here. On this this new article, so the, the article was why Ben Shapiro and why conservatives basically dominate on Facebook, and that's absolutely the truth. Um, that that is why Facebook is now paying users to delete their accounts ahead of the election is because conservative media dominates Facebook, absolutely dominates Facebook. The silent majority is very real on Facebook, and they're cracking down on it like no tomorrow. And that's why, you know, I've been so busy. We've been so busy at Gav the past couple of weeks is because we're seeing a flood of, of new users come over from Facebook because Facebook is cracking down like no tomorrow, censoring people, throwing people in timeout for, for 30 days, for a week. Um, it, it's getting deleting pages, deleting groups, it's getting absolutely out of control. And this is this is going into this, this seeding of this narrative by the media and by the globalists and by the deep state. Again, whatever you want to call it, what is this red mirage? Michael Bloomberg's hawkfish warns of a nightmarish election crisis. So what they're saying is this is going to be a red mirage, meaning the night of election night, um, it's going to look like a Trump landslide. But then mysteriously, uh, several weeks later, uh, as they count all the votes and count all the mail-in fraudulent ballots, which is what they're going to be doing, uh, Biden just mysteriously, miraculously wins out of nowhere. And they're calling this the red mirage scenario. And uh, this is why we're, we're seeing Mark Zuckerberg and, and other uh, elites that are, are seeding this narrative of it's going to look like Trump wins, but then actually he's going to lose weeks later once we count all the fraudulent ballots that we have uh, for mail-in ballots that are total fraud, right? That is the, the thing that they're seeding. And what we're seeing uh, them prep for now is this transition integrity project. It is a, quote, bipartisan group, even though it's not bipartisan. What is, it's, let's see who's actually involved with this here. 100 current and former senior government and campaign leaders, academics, journalists, polling experts, and former federal and state government officials out of concern about potential disruptions to the 2020 United States presidential election and transition. The organization was formed in late 2019. So let's see who's involved here. <laughs> really incredible stuff. John Podesta, right? Creepy P Podesta is, is involved here. Donna Brazil. Um, we got Max Boot. 
the neocon uh, never trumper. So this organization is filled with you know very far left, deep suited, deep seated uh, DNC operatives, and then um, you know neocons on the right who a uh, Bill Crystal. I mean, and it, you really cannot make this up. So it's a coalition, right? It's a coalition between uh, the DNC deep state and the neocon pro war anti Trump never Trump uh, deep state on the right. Um, you know, again, it's a uniparty. Uh, they're 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 the same people. They're the same people with the same goals and the same agendas. Except one of them calls themselves Democrat. One of them calls themselves Republican, right? So this is more or less the transition integrity project. Might as well be called the deep state project, right? So let's take a look at what this uh, you know transition project, this deep state project what their goals are. So in June 2020, the Transition Integrity Project convened a bipartisan group of 100 current, uh, former senior government and campaign leaders, blah, 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 blah. We assess with a high degree of likelihood that November's elections will be marked by chaotic legal and political landscape. So in their report, they highlight the concept of election night is no longer accurate and indeed dangerous. The winner may not, and we assess will likely not be known on election night. A determined campaign has an opportunity to contest the election into January 2021. We anticipate lawsuits, divergent media narratives, attempts to stop the counting of ballots, and protests drawing people from both sides. So they're already seeding this. This is, they're, again, they're telling us what they're going to do here before they even do it. It's really incredible. They've given us their battle plan months in advance so that we know how this is going to unfold and we can prepare and be ready for it before it actually happens. They are planning for a contested election. If there is a crisis, events will unfold quickly and sleep-deprived leaders will be asked to make consequential decisions quickly. Approach this as a political battle, not just a legal battle. They're, they're focused on transition integrity. So they're focused on literally stealing the election, basically uh, uh, a coup here. Right? This is what we're seeing, a deep state coup of the president of the United States, because they've already tried this multiple times and have failed with the, 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 the Russian nonsense, the Mueller report, the impeachment, all this nonsense that has all failed. So now they're going to try and do it on election night. Right? That's, that's what's happening here. Election officials will need political and public support. So voting voting fraud is they're they're claiming that voter fraud is virtually non-existent. False. It's totally false. Trump encourages his supporters to take up arms. That's what they're afraid of. Really incredible stuff. Um, they also have some stuff in here about the social media companies. And let me see if I can find that here. This is a pretty big document. So it's like twenty-two pages. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe we'll do a. A search here uh, it's not coming up but they do have something about the the social media companies um, basically working with them to to stop this and this is why we see Zuckerberg come out with this interview with Axios as an absolute nervous wreck um, you know shaking in his boots uh, I've never seen him this this a mess before ever um, because you know the deep state is planning a coup and he knows what's going on and really, he probably doesn't really have a choice. He has to go along with it because he's their little puppet. Um, and uh, that's that's what's happening. So we need to pay attention. Take a look into this Transition Integrity Project. Go go read the whole document. Go take a look at it. 
Um, look at what Mark Zuckerberg is telling us. Look at what Facebook is doing, paying hundreds of thousands of users to delete their account before the election. Um, you know, seeding this narrative that um, we're not going to have a, a results, conclusive results, a consensus on election night. Uh, we're in for a fun ride here, folks. So um, we need to be prepared. And that's why at Gab, what we're doing is we're working around the clock to transition to new backend infrastructure to make sure that the site can support the free flow of information and this flood of people that is now coming over from Facebook and coming over from big tech platforms to seek out the truth and to, to get the free flow of information that they're not going to get anywhere else and to not be treated like uh, like babies. You know, that's that's basically what big tech is doing. So if you support us, please consider going pro at pro.gab.com. We're 100% funded by people like you. Um, that's how we pay for our, our, our uh, operational costs, including our new hosting infrastructure that we're just transitioning to right now. We really appreciate your support. You get additional uh, features and tools for upgrading to Pro, and you help support the site. So we really appreciate that. Go to pro.gab.com. Stay safe, everybody. Um, stay optimistic. The best is yet to come. We're going to take our country back. Um, we have to be very mindful of what these people are doing, and that's why I'm talking about these things because they're important. They need to be exposed. People need to know what's going on before it happens. And again, these people are telling us what they're going to do before they even do it months in advance. So it's important to pay attention when when uh, someone tells you their intentions, uh, believe them. You should believe them and you should take them seriously. So thanks for tuning in, folks, and remember to speak freely.